Hey Team Health Tech. So let's say you're a healthcare professional. You might want to start up your own clinic or maybe just work out the best way to structure your long-term investments or maybe buy a car or determine how to structure your earnings so that you don't get rewarded by the ATO. From what I can tell, doing finance stuff for medical professionals is hard. Today on the show, we've got Luke Guerra from Introduce Health to talk about the money stuff for healthcare practitioners. So if you yourself are a doctor and you've been thinking about this kind of stuff, or if you work for a doctor or with a doctor or medical staff and you want to know what keeps them up at night, then this episode's for you. Okie doke, play the music, let's make it happen. Welcome to Talking Health Tech with Peter Birch, a podcast featuring conversations with key players and influencers to promote innovation and collaboration for better healthcare enabled by technology. With me today is Luca Guerra. He has an extensive background in residential and commercial banking across some of Australia's biggest banks. In 2018, he moved into finance broking and founded Introduce Health, where he currently is the CEO. Introduce Health specializes in medico finance solutions and specialist finance for medical and healthcare professionals. They help remove the stress and anxiety out of finance for medical and healthcare professionals. Hey, Luca, how are you? Okay, Pete. Thanks for having me. Thank you, sir. Look, it's going to be... Cool to talk about the stuff that is all really important and happens as an underlying piece of a medical practice or a clinician's work they do. And it's all around the finances. And also just to understand a bit more about what you guys do at Introduce Health. So thanks so much for joining. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Maybe set the scene. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Luca? Uh, so obviously, as you mentioned in the bio, I'm the founder of the Introduce Group and our main brand is Introduce Health, specializing in finance for medical and healthcare professionals. Got a pretty extensive background in commercial banking across uh, NAB and also the Westpac Group with Bank of Melbourne. I've got a young family with two kids. I'm a pretty passionate sports fan and I love living here in Melbourne. Excellent. Okay. And so Introduce Health, the company, what's that? Who is it for and what problem does it solve? Give us the pitch. Yeah, so look, the introduced group, we started back in 2018. Our goal, I guess, originally was to make the finance journey easier and more transparent for SMEs. So we raised some capital. Uh, we built a marketplace in the form of a mobile app and a web platform. And we wanted to, I guess, gain insights into what clients wanted and also what banks and lenders wanted to see in an application. I guess we wanted to create competition as per a traditional marketplace and obviously leverage our experience in banking. So that was the journey that we originally started on and I guess had a bit of fun with being in the startup scene and met some really good people, some great mentors and just sort of transpired from there. Interesting. So you mentioned it's an app, but you're also all quite experienced within the banking space. So do you provide services as well as an app to members? Like are you a software company or are you a consulting company or an accounting firm or is it a bit of everything together? So I guess along the journey, some of the mentors that we brought on board, we realized that the app wasn't really solving you know, for what we wanted it to solve for. So we kind of moved away from that a little bit and I guess leveraged more our banking and finance experience and I guess moved towards being a traditional finance broker. So that's sort of the journey that yeah, well, there's a lot of learnings that we took out of it, but we just realized that the actual problem that we originally uh, found, we weren't actually solving for. So we moved towards a traditional finance broker business model. 
it's always good to have the iterations and get something up and running and then like based on a hypothesis or an idea or at least a vision on what you're trying to achieve and no doubt like everyone there's always going to be iterations and pivots it still sounds like you're linked to that core vision that you had in the first place which was you know solving some of those challenging problems around the finance side for healthcare practitioners yep spot on yeah and so why health why healthcare and finance well, some of the learnings and I guess results from the app and the platform. So, you know, as you put it, iteration one, we did have some good success with Medigo clients and just finding them the better deals in the market, more transparency, better connections with lenders and with bankers. But specifically, my co-founders and myself, we all have direct links to the medical industry. My wife's a psychologist and both my co-founders have family members in the industry. And we just saw firsthand the difficulties in obtaining finance. And I guess we're talking about one of the most time poor sets of professionals out there. And it just wasn't what we thought were the right solutions in place. And add to that our experience in Medigo Finance from our banking days and Introduce Health was born. You alluded to this point before, you know, the difficulties of borrowing money, but as a doctor as well, for those that don't know, how hard is it for a clinician to borrow money, particularly in this current climate, all the turmoil and unprecedentedness that we've had in the past 12 months? <laughs> Look, I'd probably go back a little bit further to the post-Royal Commission days, you know, when responsible lending was brought in, everything just became a whole lot harder and with good reason, but I think it might have gone a little bit over the edge in terms of, you know, requirements and the difficulty of getting things approved. But I wouldn't say it's hard to borrow money as a doctor or a medical professional, uh, but without the proper guidance, I guess the process can be time consuming, very time consuming, frustrating and just tiresome. And time is something pretty much all of our medical clients generally don't have if they're not helping patients in the local community, you know, they want to be spending time with their families, not shuffling through paperwork or waiting in line at a bank branch or spending 50 minutes on hold to discuss their finances. So that's where we sort of see that we can come in and help. And so the nuts and bolts of it then of you guys helping out, what does that actually look like? How do you help health professionals? And given our connection to the industry, as I mentioned earlier, we understand some of the professionals that Medico and health professionals face. COVID obviously exacerbated this. 2020 was pretty crazy for everyone, but we help health professionals by, I guess, understanding what's important to them, you know, being available to them and also by creating value. So specifically what we do, uh, we offer a free financial health check service where with a few bits of information, we can go to the market and ascertain whether we can save them money and better structure their finances. And we generally turn that around in a couple of days, which we've had some great success with. And we also offer around-the-clock booking availability because we know that most medical and healthcare practitioners aren't nine to five. So, you know, whether it's seven o'clock in the morning or 11 o'clock at night, with the power of technology, we're available for our clients, which again, during COVID and lockdown was quite attractive to our client base. But above all, I think our knowledge and our experience ensures we always get the best deal for our clients and it's never a transactional relationship. There's a lot of follow-up, there's constant contact, there's periodic check-ins, even if it's just for a coffee or a catch-up or a vent uh, in some cases. So, you know, whether it's a new home purchase or an investment loan refinance or a new business setup, new equipment, even FPOS and payments, we've got a large panel of lenders and, and financiers that we can leverage and find the best deal. Got it. And so you'd obviously engage a lot with the banks and know what they're after. Give us a bit of the inside word. What are the banks looking for particularly in 2021? Growth, mm -hmm. growth, growth, growth. Growth, but sustainable growth, good business. If we have a look at the market at the moment, we're seeing historically low 
interest rates, obviously refinance, cashback offers, lots of other incentives. So banks have their doors wide open. Yeah, there was some mention from the Federal Treasurer last year that the responsible lending laws will be relaxed a little bit going into 2021. So hopefully that makes the application process a bit easier for everyone. But as I mentioned, you know, it's a great time for Medicos to get in touch with us, give their finances a health check and get a better deal. In 2020, despite all the COVID challenges, we had some great successes with our clients who got in touch with us for a finance health check and you know, got some pretty significant savings out of it. You've spent a bit of time in the Medico finance world. If you had some insights or reflections that you've had from what you've learned and working in this space for the time that you had, what would they be? To be honest with you, I learned a lot about the healthcare industry as a whole. You know, not just the pressures that they faced last year and, and in general or the you know, the outstanding jobs that they do, but more about the industry. So I think personally, the landscape for medical businesses is definitely shifting um, as the needs of patients evolve. And I think practitioners who invest in their business, provide more positive patient outcomes and adopt new technologies, I think those businesses will thrive. And this can probably be adopted for any industry, but I think those that take the learnings from 2020 and align their strategies for 2021 and beyond will be the most successful. Thinking of some of the clinicians we have in the community online and that we engage with, some of them, you know, even in the thick of COVID last year, they opened a new clinic or they just looking at expanding their property and all that. And a lot of the times the comments back are like, oh, that's that's bold and that's brave, but, but good on you. What is the current property market outlook? Should clinics be looking at expanding right now or what's your take on everything? We're in pretty regular contact with a lot of industry experts and analysts and the data that we're getting at the moment is that house prices have rebounded from their mid-2020 lows and definitely picked up momentum, especially in Q4 of last year, and that's predominantly led by Sydney and Melbourne. According to some other research, dwelling prices are expected to rise by about 10% this year, you know, with ongoing levels of building and finance approvals expected. And obviously, the other key driver being the lag from the decline in interest rates. And obviously, it's it's expected that the RBA is not going to hike the cash rate till 2025. So it's pretty positive. I think we've sort of come out of 2020 in a great space, but there's a lot of opportunity there. Okay. And so there'd be quite a few people in the medical world listening to this conversation. What would be your advice to them when it comes to managing their finances? Probably my main piece of advice would be take the time to sit down with an expert and review your finances, not just your home loan or your business loan, but all of your accounts, because it's a great time to do so. Um, as I mentioned earlier, banks have open doors at the moment. There's some great offers and obviously being the start of the year, people are still sort of getting back into the swing of things. You know, so it's probably the right time. Yeah, that would be my uh, main advice. All these emerging trends and other things coming out. What do you think about finance brokerage and what that looks like in the future? Do you reckon it involves decentralized banks? There is a lot of chatter around about decentralized banks and I guess, you know, removing the middleman. Personally, I think for finance brokerage or, or brokers, I think that long-term sustainable client relationships are the key. So, you know, as things like open banking gains more traction. Theoretically, it'll be easier to shift banks and to move between lenders. You know, banks will be obviously talking to each other, but I think the best brokers will succeed by being proactive and on the front foot for their clients and acting more as an advisor. Um, and sort of back to what I mentioned before about you know that relationship piece and not just sort of a transactional approach to broking. 
Yeah, that's a really important factor of the people dealing with people. And so lastly, then thinking about Introduce and what you guys are doing in the future, what's on the horizon? What should we look out for in 2021 and beyond from you guys? We'll definitely continue to help our clients thrive in the medical and healthcare space. We've been working on a, I guess, a new iteration of our marketplace, but not just for finance, but for other professional services as well, such as accounting services, legal services, real estate and property services, and financial planning and investment services. So we've got a lot of great connections uh, with other professionals in those industries. We do a lot of referring, but we want to sort of put that into a digital marketplace and just facilitate that a bit easier, but also be more of a one-stop shop for our clients and help them succeed. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out and good luck with building out that marketplace. And it sounds like it's things that can all tie neatly together that would be of value to your clients. So I'll put all the details for Introduce and what you guys do in the show notes of this episode and on our website. And Luca, I look forward to chatting with you more in the community on Talking Health Tech. So thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Pete. Take care. Thanks for listening to the show. Check out TalkingHealthTech.com to connect with other people in our community and to learn more about the Australian health tech industry. Also, make sure you hit subscribe on your favourite podcast player so you don't miss an episode and share this episode with a few people who need to hear it. Now go make it happen. Listener.